You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 294. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 294. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hello, hello. Hey, baby doll. Welcome to the show. Oh, you welcome to the show. I'll be welcome right here in the show. All right. Welcome to all of you. And we've got a pretty dope show for you today. Yeah. Got lot we actually have a lot to share with you. A lot to share today. What we'll be talking about primarily is confidence. So I I haven't talked about this for a while on the show and I thought let's bring back some some real easy ways to tap into confidence. So we've got five confidence hacks most of which are really super simple to implement. I'm hoping that that is inspiration for you. Let's talk about confidence hacks. Five simple, super simple confidence hacks. Okay. Number one, this is probably one of my favorites because you can easily, easily do this by taking a quick scan of your life. Do something that makes you proud of yourself. (laughs) Just one small baby step. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's something that you look at your day and go, I will be really proud of myself if I fill in the blank, then go do it and start with something small. So instead of saying, I'll be really proud of myself if I clean out the entire garage today, <laughs> yeah. it would be, I will be so proud of myself if I just get started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So make sure that it's something that you can actually do easily. So start with those things so you can start accumulating successes of being proud of yourself and look in multiple areas of your life. So what would make you really proud of yourself with your health? Is there something, an an action step that you could take today? Maybe it's getting back on supplements that you have been taking in the past. Maybe it is, I'll be really proud of myself if I go for a walk during my lunch break. Or I'll be really proud of myself today if I get my dentist appointment booked. I will be really proud of myself if I get to bed at a good hour. Mm -hmm. So make sure it's things that you can actually set yourself up for, uh, set yourself up for success. So don't say something like, I will be so proud of myself if I run a marathon today or if I work out for two hours or unless that's your norm, but just make it palatable, make it something that you could actually accomplish today so that you kind of have that little like, Ooh, your chest is kind of puffed up a little bit. Like good job, Smitty. I I call myself Smitty. (laughs) So (laughs) do you, or do you, do you call yourself Ken? I do. But you just told everybody my name. Oh, shit. Oh, the secret's out. Darlene, edit that out. Batman's identity has been revealed. (laughs) Oh, I love it. So do something that makes you proud of yourself. You can look in a category of health. You can look in a category of work and career. Is uh, maybe saying something like, I'll be really proud of myself if I tell my coworker 
will you please excuse me? I have a ton of work to do. I totally care about what you're saying. Can we reconvene and chat about it a little bit? Maybe tomorrow. Like if you, if you actually that, that coworker who's always yammering on about something and you're like, I got to get back to work. Maybe you're proud of yourself. If you actually politely excuse yourself, maybe you're proud of yourself. If you ask for a meeting with your boss, because there's some stuff that you've been wanting to discuss. Maybe you would be proud of yourself if you actually asked Susan from accounting to go to lunch when you've been thinking like, she seems like a really down girl. Like maybe we could have a good connection and you, it's a vulnerable thing to extend yourself to ask somebody to lunch. It could be in the category of your partnership. What would make you proud of yourself with you and your partner? Would it be expressing gratitude? Would it be expressing physical love and adoration? Would it be catering to maybe their love language? Would it be if you held your tongue instead of lashed out over something? Hmm. Would you be proud of yourself then? What would it be in any one of these categories? You can even be stuff with finances. I'd be proud of myself if I paid off this card or if I cut up this this credit card or if I donated to this charity, even if it was 10 bucks. I would be proud of myself if I just opened a checking account or opened a savings account. Look at what is a one tiny step in any of these categories, friends and family. It could be, I'll be proud of myself today if I reach out and to try to have a connection with one of my siblings or to write a letter to my mom about all of the things that I have a problem with to just be able to process, not send the letter, but just a letter (laughs) of processing, you know, that might be something or send. I mean, yeah, you do you, (laughs) but listen, listen to some other pods on communication before you do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I I get your point. Yeah. Uh, You've given some great examples. It's more about, Looking at your day and finding something that would make you f- feel proud of yourself. That's right. And ju- and then obviously taking the step to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Physical environment. It could be, you know, gosh, it's been such a pigsty in here. And I'll be so proud of myself if I just make my bed today. Something like that, gotcha. right? So do something that makes, your pr- it makes you proud of yourself. Start small. Pick a category. And you can just do it by day. What will make me proud of myself today? Those are immediate confidence boosters. Immediate. Number two, got to get a handle on that self-talk. Now, I have done multiple pods on this, and I'm going to link to those in the show notes. I oftentimes call it your inner shit talker. It's usually that inner voice telling you all the reasons why you should not be confident. Oh, you're such an imposter. Oh, that's not possible for you. That's not the state of the economy. You're not smart enough. Not You're not good enough. You always stammer over your words and get flustered and you can't do presentations well and you're too fat. And you're blah, 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 blah. This is negative commentary. And when everything that is in your mind is presented to you as though it is absolute truth. So unless you unpack that truth, it will remain true that you're not enough, that you're fat, that you're an imposter, that you're not going to get the raise. That will all continue to be your truth unless you stop, look at it and go, I don't want that to be true for me anymore. Mm -hmm. No wonder you're not fucking confident, right? If that's what's happening in your mind. So this is a huge piece. In fact, the last one of the last retreats that I did. I remember we were talking about all of the content and all of the information that we had presented over the our couple of days together. And somebody said, okay, where's my first place to start? 
Like, what's the first thing that I should start working on if I've got this notebook full of all these notes from this weekend? What's my first place? And I said, without a shadow of a doubt, self-talk. Mm-hmm. That is the thing that is with you 24-7. It doesn't matter if you listen to this unbelievably motivational podcast for 30 minutes. <laughs> right. If the rest of the 23 and a half hours of your day, you're talking incessant shit to yourself. That is obviously going to trump any positivity that's coming in. That is the major vehicle that is informing our life and our reality is what is happening in our mind. And our mind is unbelievably powerful and malleable. We can change our beliefs. We can change our habits. We can change our values. All of that. There's very little that we are born with. So much of it is up to our our deletion and distortion and generalization of the information that we're trying to process all the time, okay? Because we have an abundance of stimuli in our life. So you've got to get a handle on that self-talk. So here's the first place to, to start. How would I speak to myself if I was a totally confident badass? So it's almost like stepping outside of yourself because sometimes it's hard for us to buy into this idea of saying something nice to ourselves because mm, we're yeah. like, I don't deserve it, but I am a loser, but I'm not enough. But And you like dig your heels in further. <laughs> there's actually a cognitive reason for that, which I'm not going to get into, but there's actually, our brain is wired to do that. And as you keep pushing and you keep saying, no, I want to believe this, or I want to start saying this to myself, we do get to a point where we go, oh, okay. Your brain goes, I guess she's serious about this. Yeah. I guess she really does want to believe this. Okay. All right. But it will fight fucking tooth and nail. Before it allows the new way in. For sure. So Let's most people that. just throw in the towel. They're like, oh, I tried to speak kindly to myself. It didn't work. So I, because <laughs> yeah. so much of it is repetition. Sure. Just like anything. That's right. But if you ask that question of how would I speak to myself if I was a totally confident badass, it's, it's like you're removing yourself from it, from the equation. You kind of go, oh, here's what a confident person would say. And then start trying on start those phrases. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I will oftentimes suggest is use some sort of disclaimer if it doesn't feel totally resonant to you. So saying something like, I know I can accomplish this at work. If you don't, you know, that's a real hard thing for your mind to buy into. So qualify it. Do a disclaimer. Say something like, even though this is hard for me to believe right now, I can accomplish this. Mm-hmm. Even though this doesn't feel 100% solid, even though this feels a little awkward, I am enough. I will accomplish my dreams. Even though I'm not 100% body, like disclaimer the fuck out of it. I don't care. But all of that is so much better than knocking you, yourself down over and over and over again. Think about, think about the students in school or the athletes who work with a teacher or a coach who is constantly negative about what the fuck was that? Get out there on the field, you know, versus somebody who really came to you and said, that was incredible. I'm so proud of you. You have really stepped up your game. Or the teacher who said, I see that you have been studying and you have really been working and this doesn't come easy for you. And I see, I see your work ethic. It's so incredible. And you that's made, nice to hear. That sort of a language is so much more motivating for you. So why the fuck would we not do that to ourselves? Yeah. I, I also think, you know, I, I've shared this before, but I have different voices in my head. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to speak to them all very differently. Mm. 
if if I yell at my you know inner child, I don't get anywhere. That's right. Right. I have to speak kindly to it. Yeah. But my procrastinator, I can yell at him. Are all of right? your inner critics male? No. I have one that uh, whispers. She's very quiet when she whispers. And she identifies as female? Well, I identify her as female. You I don't know what she does. <laughs> I just I haven't asked her. Just to use some social justice <laughs> terminology. I haven't asked her. But I think that's a great way to change up things. Mix it up. That's right. If if you're used to... Uh, some great. people don't even know what how they speak to their inner critic or don't right. speak to their inner critic. They just think that their inner critic is them. Right. Right. So if you can take that and I pull it out of your own identity and make it something else and then speak to it like it is something else. That's right. It changes it. it changes the way that you see it, hear it, believe it. That's right. In fact, that was a a major tool that I learned in coaching in when I went to coaching school and then one of my coaching colleagues ended up being your coach and you guys did a bunch yeah. of inner critic work personifying That's probably where I learned it. Personifying your inner critic and you you make it into a separate entity so that you can be more clear of like, oh, that's when, you know, I had one named Angelica. That's, oh, that's just Angelica talking to me. Angelica. She that's was great. my perfectionist. Uh. And she looked like a Sims character, like a real flawless Barbie body. She was like a cartoon, mm. like kind of like a Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Dressed more like Lara Croft. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so and it was, oh, yeah. So that can be really, really helpful when I'm like, ah, there's Angelica's talking or mm-hmm. you had one sloth. Sloth, sloth. Yeah. So that, that's one tool that you can use to say, okay, that's my disempowering voice that's always getting in the way of my career or always telling me that I want too much from a relationship and that's not realistic. But you have to start changing that. And this is actually a perfect place to let you know that I have right now a free workshop, an online workshop, which I'm kind of known for mm-hmm. in some circles, yes, in you've some been known. internet circles. And this workshop talks a lot about why sometimes we can buy into that positive self-talk and sometimes we can't. And there's a very real brain science reason behind that and it has to do with cognitive dissonance it's what we know logically is in opposition to something that we believe in our heart so when those two things are out of balance of course you do not believe positive self-talk because you're like but i'm not fucking enough even (laughs) though you know that you should feel like you're enough that's, that almost sounded like I'm not fucking enough. I, you know, I wanted to say something there, but you were on a, a little stream and I didn't want to mess with I, it. I saw it. I saw it on your face. <laughs> you know me way too well. I I also... I'm like, well, you're not fucking enough, then we need to fuck more. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, I can help okay, you with that. I can help you with that. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that, that really didn't work out. Uh, but if you believe in your heart that you aren't valuable or you're not enough, then trying to say that stuff, even though you know logically that that should be a healthy, positive thing to say to yourself, there's a disconnect there. And I talk about that quite a bit in this workshop. And what this is, the whole premise of this workshop are the five major shifts that you have to make in order to get to that place where you genuinely feel 
like you're enough. You've let go of perfectionism and that need to control. We talked about that a lot last week. Yeah. And relinquishing that self-doubt, that feeling as though it's possible for everybody else, but not for me. I'm uniquely damaged. I have unique issues. I'm uniquely broken. The reality is, is that we're all up against the same shit. We might have different circumstances and experiences, but what we are feeling is very, very similar. Yeah. And when you watch this, I think you'll you'll see like, oh, wow, no wonder positive affirmations haven't been working for me. Fuck, no wonder therapy never worked for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, I've been just collecting personal development. So it outlines the things that have to be in place in your world in order for things to really change. Yes, Because guaranteed, there's a bunch of you out there who are like, but I listened to all these podcasts, but I've done all these books, but I've done all these programs. Why is nothing changing? Yeah. I will tell you why in this workshop. So go check it out. All you have to do is go to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. It'll take you right over there. There will be a very specific date and time. So pay attention to that. If that doesn't work for you, just cruise back to the page at a time that does. And uh, there's tons of date and times available. So I think you'll get a lot out of it. And it talks more about this concept of self-talk and why it might be getting derailed for you. All right. So confidence hacks. Number one, do something that makes you proud of yourself. Number two, get a handle on that self-talk and get your ass to that workshop. Number three, be super intentional about who you surround yourself with. Mm. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I did a pod about dealing with negative people. So there are situations where maybe you live with somebody really negative. Maybe you work very closely or go to school with somebody who's really negative. Maybe your best friends are. It is important that you recognize the company that you keep is influencing your current reality. I am very happy to say that I don't have any shitty people in my life anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Because we really, both of us, whether it was family, whether it was friendships, it did not matter what it was, even work colleagues. Yeah. We got extremely intentional about, I will only allow and entertain positive and and reciprocal relationships in my world. Yeah. We've been pretty good about that. Mm -hmm. And it took some time. You know, we both had takers in our life. We both had family members who were really toxic and uh, abusive. And those were the the major claims that we had to take on our life to say, I'm not allowing that toxicity into my life anymore. And I'm not going to link to all of the ones that I've done because I have done so many on toxic family and how to create brand new friendships. If you need them, what I want you to do right now is I want you to take an inventory of your circle, your circle of support, the people you are married to, the people you are related to, working with, all of the people in your world, are you the most positive and uplifting? If so, we have a problem. We need to get you around more positive and uplifting people or who championing your who champion your best life, who care about your dreams and your ambitions, who aren't always naysaying. Now, there's a handful of people who just aren't privy to this wonderful world of personal development. That's fine. I'm not saying that if they aren't totally evolved and completely understanding of their own process that you have no use for them. I just mean be vigilant. Are there friendships you've outgrown? Are there are there family members you need to limit? And 
Again, there's going to be a handful of pods in the show notes. I can't list all of them, but there's a search function on my site if there's something in in very specific terms that you need some help with. Yeah. All right. So be very intentional about who you surround yourself with and limit it or scale down. I mean, this can be as simple as if you are used to colluding with somebody at work, like you guys are always kind of bitching about the project you're on or, or you're bitching about Susan in accounting. I always say Susan in accounting. <laughs> Oh my gosh, is there a Susan in account? I don't know. but Well, there is in this scenario. There is in this world. <laughs> and so if you're always bitching about that, or you and your friend are always talking about how awful your ex-husbands are, or whatever it is, that can be as simple as choosing not to eat lunch with that person, or speaking up at work and saying like, hey, you know, I know we've spent a lot of time bashing our exes, or Susan in accounting, or whatever. <laughs> What, God damn what, it, Susan. God damn it, Susan. What what would you think about if we kind of switched that up and just just focused on what we're thankful for today? Or, you know, so it doesn't always have to mean you kick those people out of your life. Could mean that you become the light and you start sharing some of the things that are really important to you. In fact, I have a podcast, I just forgot about this one, um, how to share personal development with others. Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna throw that one. in because mm-hmm. This is – I'm not saying if people are are negative in your life, kick them out. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying watch your environments and look at what you can do in order to either scale down or share with them, share personal development so you guys can work on positive things together, or you can scale down. Just be intentional, all right? Number cool. four, you're going to love this one, babe. Okay. Watch your posture. Oh, that's a good one. Confidence hack number four. This one is instant. And I highly suggest doing this in any situation where you need to conjure some confidence. Like right before you go into a meeting or a presentation or a job interview, an audition, a first date, a family function, somewhere where your confidence is kind of wavering and it could use some bolstering. There is an amazing... TED Talk by a woman named Amy Cuddy, and she talks about how we can literally change how we feel our emotional current through our physical bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Just by embodying a specific posture. Sure. I'm going to link to that in the show notes so you guys can watch it and check it out, but I'm going to give you kind of a Cliff's Notes version here. There is, like, when you think about the typical Wonder Woman pose, hands on the hips. Oh, I call it the Peter Pan. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's the Peter Pan po- posture. Peter and, Pan posture. Or? Uh, Wonder Woman Wonder posture. Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, hands on the hips. So even, like, let's say before you are going into a job interview, go into the bathroom and just stand there with your hands on your hips in the stall. You know, just. In the mirror. Or in the, if you can, if there's. Who if cares? You're, if you're by yourself, I mean. Why not if people are in there? Who cares? I mean. I mean, I wouldn't care, but I feel like a lot of people would want kind of their privacy. Okay. All right. But it is one of those postures that you could just kind of stand there and pretend like that's just how you stand. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's perfect for all the th- scenarios you mentioned. Absolutely. First dates. Stand for, there just like that. Just stand there like, yeah, I like long walks on the beach. I'm a tourist. And, <laughs> and uh, I will lasso your ass. <laughs> But it is a way that, you know, it's really fascinating. You know, if we curl up in a ball and we're in a posture that is really retracted and and pulled into your center, if you're like that, like even just try it right now, curl in and try to feel 
really confident and proud of yourself and like it's it's hard you feel kind yeah. of i had a uh squashed instructor that said a phrase that stuck with me still sticks with me and it is it is difficult to express joy in a depressed posture oh. and and he said and you know exactly what i meant when i said depressed posture i love it i, I didn't have to assume that position you knew what it was and you knew what a joyful position would be. Yeah. So put your body into a joyful position and your disposition changes. Absolutely. And that was so powerful to me. Oh, bravo, Mr. Yeah, Smith. it was really powerful. Mic drop moment. And this is what Amy Cuddy actually studied. Because mm-hmm. they were studying, if we do just the physical piece, what happens to the emotional self? Is there a change in the confidence? Yeah. And there absolutely was. And what's fascinating about what you just mentioned, how he said, I didn't have to show you depressed. I didn't have to show you joyful. Well, Amy Cuddy talks about in their research, they found that they call it the victory pose. So when somebody runs across the finish line, yeah, even if they're blind, like in <laughs> right. Olympics and stuff yeah. like that, um, Special Olympics, like they will do the same victory pose, which is basically making a V with your arms, like yeah. your hands up in the air. You didn't even have to tell us. I didn't we, even have to tell you. We know what a victory pose is. But it, it doesn't matter if you are a, an, a sighted person or mm-hmm. a sight-impaired person. We know that – I'm even doing it right now. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. You can. Uh, yeah. Definitely. It feels like – you won. It's a pose of like, I'm fucking winning. Hashtag winning. <laughs> so that's another one. Before you go into that interview, before you go on that first date, walk up, victory pose, like victory. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But bef- it's, victory. It's, a, it's a place to really get yourself going. I, I would do stuff like that all the time before auditions. Get myself in that posture. Unless I was auditioning for a character that needed to feel something different. Sure. sure right. Sure. But yeah, watch your posture, how you carry yourself. She has a couple of other ones. Wonder Woman, Victory, we talked about. There's a gorilla pose oh. where your arms are kind of on the desk like, oh, yeah. I'm gorilla. the boss. I get you. There's a feet up one where your feet are up on the desk and your arms are open. Mm. Uh, like you're relaxing. Like I'm fucking boss. I'm in charge. I am the boss. Yeah. yeah. So check that out in the show notes. I think it'll be really fascinating for you guys. So here we go. Number one, do something that makes you proud of yourself. Number two, get a handle on that self-talk. Number three, be super intentional about who you surround yourself with. Number four, watch your posture. You guys, watching your posture and doing something that you're proud of, you can do that like right now. You don't have to journal. You don't have to get out a sheet of paper. Those are things, these are hacks. They're ways to amplify that confidence in a split second. Yeah. All right. So then number five, this is another one you could probably flex today. It is flex your opinion. Here's what I mean by this. I have noticed that there are a lot of people who they, maybe they don't even identify as being a people pleaser, but they are definitely highly invested in the opinions of other people. Mm -hmm. So much so that when they say, hey, where do you guys want to go to dinner tonight? Oh, I don't care. Wherever you want to go. Yes. What do you guys want to do when when we come out for vacation? Oh, whatever you want to do. Well, where should... (laughs) What movie do you want to see? Oh, whatever you want. Yeah. I just had that happen. I asked someone, oh, would you rather do this on our return or would you rather do this on the return? Like, oh, either way. I was like, well, if you had to choose, which one would it be? 
They're like, well, I think I choose the, this one. I'm like, say that. Then say that. Exactly. And now there are those of you, Mr. Smith is kind of this way too, where he is so chill and up for whatever that he's most of the time like genuinely whatever. Like yeah. if you pick that, that's fine. Right. However, standing in a here's what I want, here's what sounds good to me, here's how I want to spend my time, here's what sounds relaxing to me. Just stating that is an act of confidence. Yes. Just I saying, agree. you know what? I actually feel like Chinese. Yeah. How about you? Or I really would like to see a star is born. Yeah. That's really been on my radar. Now that doesn't mean you don't negotiate and say, okay, cool. We'll see what you want to see. We'll see what I want to see later. Sure. Doesn't mean it's an absolute. I just want you to start flexing that vocal ability of saying, here's what I prefer. It doesn't mean you can't be malleable. It just means you're starting to flex a muscle of having an opinion, but you're going to do it with grace and kindness. Yeah. All right. You're yeah. not going to be a dick, obviously. No, that's not, that's not what we're about. No, that's not, not about we them. don't do that around here, but you know what I mean to give to us? <laughs> a, a warm, warm fuzzy. fuzzy. Yay. <laughs> no cold pricklies here. We don't, we don't get to use the cold prickly. We don't right use now. cold pricklies because we're not those kind of people. We're but, not ducks. We're not ducks. <laughs> don't be a duck. <laughs> with my uh, With dick. my duck. <laughs> you gonna take it? You gonna take that duck? You gonna take that duck? I'm gonna pop off a piece of my dick. Get it up in your vage with my dick. With my dick. Oh, that's so, so gross. <laughs> So gross. All right. So let's do a quick little recap. Five super simple confidence hacks. Number one, do something that makes you proud of yourself, but start small. Number two, get a handle on how you speak to yourself. How would I speak to myself if I was a totally confident badass? Get clear, get a, get a statement and put a disclaimer around it if you need to. And if you want more on that, more on that perfectionism, people-pleasing nonsense, and the self-talk that goes along with self-doubt, get your ass to the workshop. Yeah. Thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. Number three, be super intentional about who you surround yourself with. Number four, watch your posture. Sit, stand, do what you need to do in a confident posture. Even if you're standing in line, doesn't matter. Waiting in line, sitting down, sit up straight. Sit as though you are super confident. And number five, start flexing your opinion. Even if you're willing to negotiate, start having one because you matter. Your voice matters. Your thoughts, your desires, your wants, your opinions matter. But you have to act like it. All right? Got to act like it. So that's what we got for you. There's tons of links in the show notes for you to check out, including the workshop. So don't miss it. Anything you wanted to throw in, throw in as we end? Hmm. No. Okay. I can confidently say no. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for being on the show. You, I love, love, love what you contributed today. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well. Well, here we go. Here we go. This <laughs> <laughs> is very dangerous animal. We're going to go grab it by the tail. Well, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> this is a very bad idea. <laughs> very bad idea. Well, oh, my gosh. All right, We're guys. very English there. We will yeah. we'll stop this torture and yes. uh, <laughs> we'll see you around these parts next week here is to loving and living your most badass life mr and mrs smith out <laughs> <laughs>